Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week five, day five of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 5, 22 through 26. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Holy Spirit, fill us that we would flow with the fruit of the Spirit, the works of the Spirit. Teach us and guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's Word. to be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 5, starting in verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. This is an amazing list, right? The the fruit of the Spirit, right? The works of the Spirit, the things that the Spirit, the, 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 the things that the Spirit does in us produces love, right? Who doesn't want to feel love? The, the Holy Spirit actually produces the emotion of love in us greater than anything else in this world. Produces the emotion of joy, the feeling of joy and peace. Gives us patience. Can give us kindness for people. Can put in us goodness, right? That we actually just behave nicely. We act good. We do good things faithfulness, right? Where it's like, we don't want to really cheat on anybody else. We don't want to stab people in the back. We don't want to do these things. Remember, because stabbing people in the back and cheating on people to fulfill our flesh, that's the works of the flesh, the faithfulness where we actually want to be good to people. That's the fruit of the Spirit. That's the working of the Holy Spirit. Gentleness and self-control is supposed to rage and anger and hatred. Right? Imagine, I mean, having self-control in situations where people have wronged us, it's it's huge. It's huge. Paul says, you know what? There's nothing in the law against these things. The Holy Spirit causes us to do the things there's no law against. Like those are the things that we start to want as the Holy Spirit works in us. Verse 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have been have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let's keep in step with the Spirit. All right? He's saying, you know, if we belong to Jesus, then the works of the flesh, all of these things that if we do them, they destroy us, we've crucified those things on the cross with Jesus. Paul is bringing us back around to this statement at the beginning of Galatians 5. It's for freedom. It's for freedom's sake that we've been set free. And again, it's not so that we can give money or so that we can do all of these things, all of these good things for other people. It's not why Jesus set us free. It's not, you know, Jesus didn't set us free so we can live forever in heaven because he needs servants in eternity. He's got plenty of servants. He's got living creatures and things that fly around on wheels and with eyes under their wings and angels galore. He's got plenty of servants. And he can make more if he wanted. That's not what this is about. 
Jesus set us free for freedom's sake that we, so we could experience freedom. But here, Paul's now defining this is what freedom looks like. And it's so funny because what freedom looks like and what it could look like to someone on the outside is someone trying to obey the law. Someone trying to do all of the right things and not do any of the wrong things. Paul's saying that's not what it is. You try and abide by the law and you're bound to the law. You live according to the Spirit by faith. And what ends up happening is you become a better law abider than anyone trying to abide by the law ever has been. You accept the grace that Jesus gives us through that faith that we put in him. He puts the Holy Spirit in us and we actually live better than if we tried to abide by the law. All of these things, these fruits of the Spirit, of walking with the Spirit, they grow in us. Does that mean that we're perfect at them 100% of the time? No. But it also doesn't mean that we use that as license to try not to be perfect at them and say, well, I, I mean, that's a very, it's a, it's a common teaching today. It's like, well, we're all broken. We're all sinners. And, and it's, it's like, we want to, we want to brag about how broken we are and, and just acknowledge this brokenness and say, well, it's just okay. It's not okay. It's never been okay. I mean, it, it's understandable, right? All of us are going to fall and stumble and sin. We understand that, but we don't make license for it. We don't say, well, it's okay, because that's in conflict with the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't mean if, if you sin once that you've lost your salvation and you have to get resaved again, like the story I've told about the guy preaching on campus. Right? There's no need to get re-saved again, but it's one of those things where when we're living according to the Spirit, all of those things taste different. It's like, I don't really want to do that anymore. I want to live according to the Spirit. I want, to, I, want, I want the Holy Spirit to flow through me. And that gives us the humility, right? The difference here is if I'm doing all of the things of the law and I'm not doing these things and I'm abiding perfectly by them, awesome. I'm better than you. I'm better at this than you. And, you know, that just makes me better. I'm, I obey the law. I don't do these things and I am better than you because of it. But the Holy Spirit, living according to the Holy Spirit, we end up growing in that sanctification, doing all of the works of the flesh less and less. And it makes us humble about it because we realize it's not through us. It's like we realize we're really bad at not sinning. And the only reason we sin less is because of the grace of the Holy Spirit. And that actually causes greater humility and not pride. And that's how Paul finishes here, verse 26. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. So what Paul is saying here is the Holy Spirit actually causes us to do all of these things in humility. So don't become conceited like you would if you were, if you were trying to abide by the law where it's like, I do all these things, I'm good at this and, and that makes me better than you and you should be better too. Or we, we shouldn't provoke and envy each other and, and, and have this, this constant fleshly struggle. We should walk in humility 
And the Holy Spirit leads us into that. The Holy Spirit has, Jesus set us free so that we could experience freedom. When he gave us the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit leads us into greater freedom. And that greater freedom always leads to greater humility. We're more and more like Jesus when we become more and more humble. The power of the Holy Spirit gives us the grace, gives us the ability to do those things. They're not natural. They're not. When people live according to the Spirit, you can see that it is a supernatural thing because the natural thing, again, just turn on the TV and we see what's natural. We see the works of the flesh. But living according to the Holy Spirit, it looks different. We can't forget that. We cannot forget that. I think sometimes that we, in, in the United States, in the West, we've lived... Uh, our society has been so influenced by Christianity. Our laws are so influenced by Christianity. We're kind of used to feeling like this is just how life is. But the darker our culture becomes, or if you've traveled to other cultures that are already dark with sin and, and all of the works of the flesh, you realize just how different the Holy Spirit makes us. And I think sometimes that gets a little clouded with the Christian heritage that we have in the West, in Europe and in America and in various places, because we have that heritage, because we have Christianity and, and, and kind of that legal system at, at our base, and we have this idea of personal responsibility and, and, and just all these different aspects that Paul's talking about here, it, it muddies the water of what's just being an American or being a Westerner and being a Christian. But again, as our culture starts to distance itself from Christianity, starts to unhinge itself from the shackles as they would see it of, of living um, a, a Christian or a Judeo-Christian lifestyle, as our, our society rapidly moves away from that, we see how very different this life in the spirit is. Whereas again, for a long time, it's, it's a bit muddied. Again, if you've traveled, if you've done mission work, if you've gone other places and you see how places there where Christianity is not heavily influenced them, where it's not taken hold like it has in the West, you say, wow, there's darkness here. There's some bad stuff that happens. And, and you see the stark difference that Paul's talking about between life in the flesh and life in the spirit. And, and it's that, that those waters are getting unmuddied here in the United States as we see this, this, this splitting apart, this bifurcation of our society where we've got people trying to live according to spirit and people who are trying as hard as they can to live away from the spirit, living according to the flesh. More and more we see that distinction and and it, it causes you to realize just how supernatural and how powerful it is to live according to the Spirit. It doesn't mean you do it perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't stumble and sin. But it means that you get back up, you repent, and you run to God, and, and you just keep going. You just keep going. And again, getting up and repenting doesn't mean that you're asking to, for Jesus to save you all over again. That's not what we're talking about here. Christians, we, we live a lifestyle of repentance because when we, 
when we see what Jesus has done for us, nothing else makes sense. That's one of the things that the Holy Spirit teaches us is, is when we understand what Jesus has done for us, what he set us free from and what he's given us access to, nothing else makes sense except to live 100% wholeheartedly for him, to leave everything else behind and chase after him with everything that we are. That's life in the Spirit. And that is not a weight and burden of the law. That is the freedom that comes with saying, I want to give you more, Lord. I want to give you more of me. I want to live more wholly and completely for you. That is the freedom that comes with life in the Spirit. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.